Hi guys, this is Jamie and Yesenia. Today we are going to talk about some different topics, um, self-awareness, self-love, trust, and grace. And we're doing something today that was, well, actually wasn't that easy. Um, It's letters to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it's not like long letters, nothing like that, but we really think that you guys should try it too, Mm -hmm. like to your former self, what you would tell yourself. Right. So let's get started. Well, I'll just say I looked up the definition of self-awareness. It's knowledge of your own character, feelings, motives, and desires. Wow, interesting. I don't know how much self-awareness I have. You know, most people don't have the self-awareness that they they should have. Well, I think maybe too people might be confused on what that is. Having self-awareness is that we don't respond to what has happened. We respond to our perception of what has happened. Right. And having self-awareness, that's just an, ex- an example, you would you would see the difference between what is actually happening Right. And what has happened in the past. Well, I think too, with self-awareness, you have to be accountable and you kind of have to call out your own BS. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why a lot of people don't have a lot of self-awareness. Yeah, because you got to stop. Right. I mean, you and I just before mm-hmm. we started recording, mm-hmm. I'll just call it out. We're sitting here <laughs> having a conversation and I said to you, you know, moving forward in whatever I do... Mm-hmm. I have to just be honest. If something makes someone uncomfortable, and I know that, you have to change that. You're right. And that, to me, is really self-awareness because I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I know how I handle things. And I also know if the tables were turned, you I would be appreciate. like, oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah. So this is true. I feel like... Honestly, since this podcast started, Mm -hmm. it has sent me into really growing in areas that I was like, I'm not really sure I was ready for that. We're like opening Pandora's box. Really. I mean, this is so fun, but at Mm -hmm. the same time, I feel like I've been like a freaking basket case. (laughs) I'm like, oh, that's too much one time. You know what? This was supposed to be a fun episode. Like we have had such deep, difficult things that we have been talking about. I know. That it it truly has triggered both of us and we're trying to get through them with keeping our, our things together and it's affecting right. other things in our personal lives. Yeah. We're just trying to, to, to separate. Well, we don't want you guys to think we never have fun because honestly, we truly are like laughing the whole time, mm-hmm. even if we're crying. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. Yesenia is my favorite person to like go over stuff with because... First of all, she will also call me out. I'm like, no one asked you about my (laughs) self-awareness. But we end up laughing. I always try to keep an open perspective of where she is. Self-awareness is knowing what perspective you are at at that time. Right. And a lot of things that she's experiencing, I had already experienced within my life. Right. And I'm trying to bring myself back to the perspective that I was at when... When I was in Jamie's situation, yeah, it's much, much more difficult to, to give 
objective advice if you are not coming from the same place that she's coming from. Right. So you need to stop apologizing for being who you are mm-hmm. and what you look like. Uh, yeah. That's another, you need to honor commitments to yourself and promises to yourself. I always break promises to myself. Do you do that? I do. And you know who will call me out hmm. is my daughter, really? my oldest daughter. Yeah. She, she got no time Wow. for me not doing what I say I'm going to do for myself. Mm-hmm. One thing that I wrote down about self-awareness, I saw this when I was looking stuff up. Mm-hmm. It says self-awareness is also loving yourself, mm-hmm. but it's also analyzing and actually being critical of how you think, act, and behave. So more along the lines of that negative, how you think, that negative, how you act, to be aware I mean, you, you, like I said, you really have to call out your own BS. And I think that's where I'm growing in a major way because I think I was like coasting through like, well, I am good. I don't know what everyone else's deal is. Everybody else's (laughs) problem. I don't know what your deal is. How do I keep meeting these people that are so unaware? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another one that I had come across and I, I actually have struggled with myself is learning that when you go through abuse, it requires you to be a person that is in survival mode yeah. most of the time, which is the fight or flight uh, mode. And we need to step back and have some self-awareness to know that you don't need to be that warrior. Right. In this other situation, you are, you don't have to, you could put your sword down, right. right? You don't have to be She-Ra no more. You could just chillax and enjoy the moment instead of constantly worrying who's going to hurt you where the next sword's coming right you know that is something as well you need to and that it's the same thing we were talking about responding to what is happening mm-hmm. um, not what has happened it's basically checking yourself yeah it yeah. is i don't know i think you know all this too coming off of whether you're single or you know with someone or Whatever it is, I think to really be able to be authentic in whatever you're doing, you really need to know who you are. Yeah, this is true. Uh, The self-love definition is the instinct or desire to promote one's own well-being. And I really love that. Mm -hmm, That's beautiful. And And nothing you have done will disqualify you from having an advocate in God. And that is part of self-love as well. I feel like if you love God, you would love yourself. Right. If you truly trusted God, you would love yourself because you wouldn't be seeking that value in someone else because you already have it within yourself and God. Yeah. There's no room for anything else. I think self-love, I might have just said this about self-awareness. Maybe self-anything for me is difficult. I am really hard on myself and... There are things that maybe I don't forgive, and that's where I think the issue with self-love kind of comes into play. Like you don't deserve it. Right. Like, well, yeah, I think you're right. Um, I did write this down, and I think it's amazing. We can't control what people think about us, but we can control the way we think about ourselves. Our opinion of ourselves mm-hmm is what actually matters it is and not what comes necessarily out of our mouth 
but the things that we truly believe within. Right. And mm-hmm. so that made me really stop and think because if you, I'm honestly, I'm reflecting on myself. Well, no wonder I'm thinking someone else can't love me if I don't love me. Exactly. How are you going to teach someone right. how to love you if you don't even love yourself? Right. And that's exactly what we were missing, maybe. I know I was. Yeah. I. Well, I mean, I that's that where I'm important. like, maybe I never had it. Well, I was always too busy trying to love everyone else. Well, me too. And and please everyone else and do enough to feel enough. Right. So that's weird. But then when you seek that, you have no value within yourself. Right. And once they take that away from you, you are completely shattered and lost. Yeah. Because you, you did not love yourself. You said it. That is true. You know, we need to fall in love with taking care of ourselves we need to fall in love with deep healing mm-hmm. and fall in love with the best version of ourselves. And to do that, we need to do it with patience and with compassion and also respect for ourselves. And I truly believe I have lacked respect for myself. Yeah, so have I. And grace for your own self. Well, right. And that's kind of... Because you make mistakes. We, we learn from them. We stop trying to constantly condemn ourselves for the past mistakes that we've made well and I think too that when you've gone through something really hard it I don't know it makes it hard to respect yourself Mm -hmm. if you have allowed things that you normally wouldn't or even reacted and acted in ways that you normally wouldn't Mm -hmm. it's hard to respect yourself because that's not the person you think you should be right and so you don't deserve love if you're not the person that you think you should be. I don't know. I don't know how that works. That's, That's weird. Not... Yeah. God loves you regardless, right? He does. So, and he often comes to the people that are the most broken. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you look all over the Bible, mm-hmm. he never picked the people that had it all together. No. Every story was somebody that was broken. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, in every way. Mm-hmm. All of these stories Jamie shared yeah. with me, every one of them, I've noticed that pattern. Yeah. He doesn't go to the ones that have it all. He goes to the ones that, that need him the most. You know, I had told um, one of my cousins, um, he and I were talking once, and he was kind of talking about his relationship with God, you know, and he's like, I just don't, I don't know, like, why would he love me? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, he loves you because... He already knew everything you were ever going to do before you did it. And if you would go back and look at some of the greatest people from the Bible, they also were broken. Mm-hmm. Um, they were sinners. They were not. Some of them weren't even good people when it started. Mm-hmm. But God can change anybody. Wow. And so. Even the people that don't believe in yeah, and in the first place? Just to like give a little, yeah, honestly, he can, Hmm. he can make you a believer. And my cousin just a couple weeks ago got baptized. Mm. And I think it's the sweetest thing I've ever seen because he, God really can like work in your heart and your life and make everything brand new. That's beautiful. Let's talk about trust unless you have more you want to say about self-love. I think self-love goes with trust, but, um, Self-love, I'd like to touch on when we could not look at each other in the mirror or we couldn't look at each, you, Jamie could not look at me in person when she was going through everything. That's true. And I 
could not look in the mirror, neither could Jamie. Yeah. And why? Because really, I I really want to think about that moment where... Yeah, that makes me sad. It does make me sad, too. Um, it took a really long time for me to be able to look in the mirror again. Mm-hmm. Like, I would look in the mirror to get ready in the morning, mm-hmm. but it was like I wasn't really looking at myself. I just was doing what I needed to do. I was putting that mask on mm-hmm. so I could go. Mm-hmm. But then I would never look at myself in the mirror again the whole day. So interesting. Isn't that weird? Is it because you didn't want to see the you that you had become? Yeah. I really believe you that. You think so? Like it was broken? Like it, you didn't want to see the shattered pieces through the mirror? Yeah. I didn't. You could see that and nobody I, well, else could? I don't know about for you, but like I didn't even recognize myself. Hmm. And I carried a lot of shame and guilt because everything that went on, mm-hmm. I took on all the blame even if it wasn't yes, my fault. And so that was a lot to carry and I couldn't, and for me, it wasn't even just my marriage. I took on the blame and the shame for what was happening in my kids' lives. Mm -hmm. So I I don't know. Why do you think you couldn't look in the mirror? Because I think I would realize how sad I was. Mm. I was confronting like you said, I would I would get ready, but it would be very brief. Yeah. And I would not spend time, you know, checking my, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I would just as quick as possible get in and out and not want to see myself. Do you think if you looked at yourself, you would have cracked? Like yeah, it could have just definitely. all come unraveled. I think so. That's so sad. Yeah, it's really weird. And I think that does go with self-love because I don't think we had it. Any. any at that time. No. And is it because we had all of our love wrapped up in another person? Yeah. That we had not loved ourselves at that point? Yeah. yeah. And honestly, I think I'm still trying to figure out how to love myself and allow myself to love someone else. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Because, see, it's never it's never been for me where it's been able to be both. Mm-hmm. It's been one or the one other. Or the other. Hmm. So I don't know how to do both at the same time and stay genuine to both Hmm. and not feel like you're sacrificing something yeah all in or or all out right right and I don't want to be that way that's gonna be difficult that's gonna be difficult to try to balance the two yeah because because I learned self-love or I am still learning it but like after my marriage you know what I mean so I think that's why I'm like well I didn't I didn't have a whole lot of that during, mm-hmm. so I don't know what that's like to maneuver through life and do both. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a difficult thing to yeah, learn. Yeah. So the next subject is trust. trust. Yeah. Trust mm-hmm. and grace. So when I wrote down trust, I was thinking kind of more along the lines of like myself you know, trusting yourself. Yeah. But I did say here that pain does change people and it makes them trust less, overthink more and shut people out. And I have problems with all of those things. Mm -hmm. Like if you get too close to me, Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I gotta like put a wall up. You did that once. And I said, open the door. Yeah. She (laughs) wouldn't leave me alone, man. You know what, Jamie, there's times that uh, your friends need you and they don't want you, but they that's when they need you the yeah. most, you know? And that yeah. was one of those moments. She was like, she wouldn't get away from me. I know. 
But you know what? You you got better after that. I felt like she was like someone threw like an octopus on me and she like <laughs> stuck to me and wouldn't get off. It's very violent <laughs> sounding, Jamie. Oh gosh. Anyways. Anyways, yeah. Um Yes, a trust. Trust. Yeah. I did not trust myself to Ugh. have a good picker. Like yeah. to pick a guy right. that actually wouldn't hurt me. Well, and I feel like too, like people just bust out and say like, you don't know how to pick people. And so you're like, thanks. Thanks. Because like, I already feel, I don't already feel like that. Right. right. Like I already feel like I got no idea what's going on. Exactly. But it's hard. Self-trust, it's really hard. You know what? Another thing too I noticed is when I was in relationships, I definitely struggled with trust because my trust that I had with my best friend was completely broken. And so that when I went into another relationship, I found myself thinking, okay, well, is he doing this? Mm -hmm. Is he not doing this? Like, can I trust myself that, can I trust my intuition? Why are you trying to act like me right now? Trying to trust my intuition was terrifying. Yeah. It was so terrifying. And, um, because a woman's intuition is the most valuable thing. No. One of the most valuable things that a woman has. But I, I feel like too, once you've been hurt, you know, mm-hmm. you automatically are assuming everyone's going to do that. Mm-hmm. And really I'm like, whoa, I'm like wait, halfway crazy. You, you look a little shady. <laughs> yeah. Like that movement, it looked like poop. We already talked about this. Look like poop, smell like poop. So was it poop? I don't know. Am I, know. I smelling things that are there? I know. It's crazy how we start questioning our own self. And I think what is really difficult with trusting ourselves is when all you have from your past is evidence of why you shouldn't trust, Mm -hmm. it makes it really like, it's like a mental thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I want you to talk about, because this is about trusting ourselves, Mm -hmm. the kid in the street analogy. What you told me oh, the other day, gosh, or the baby it? in the street. You know, I have a weird way of seeing things. And it was then, so good, and and then like interpreting them in in a way that I was like, wow, that was really interesting. I know. No, what I literally it? repeated it to myself when I was walking out the door the other day. Yeah, you were talking about you were like, oh, Jamie, yes. if there's a baby in the street. Yeah. So at our old office, I've been with this company forever. So at our one of our, it was a second office that I've been in, and it's. Yeah, the first one I was in. And we had beautiful office. It was glass windows. Mm-hmm. And I could see this little boy running across a four-way um, crossway. Mm-hmm. And there were car- there's there was a signal there. But the little boy was maybe four, oh my five. Gosh. And he was by himself, Jamie. By himself. So I was like, oh my gosh. So I jumped out of my chair. He was running across the street. Cars coming both ways, both directions. And I ran out there and I grabbed him and I said, baby, are you okay? And he says, yeah. He says, uh, he says I'm going to go home right now. And um, I said, where's your mom? And he says, well, she forgot to come pick me up today at school. I'm like, how did this child like come across the street and almost get hit and I what I was telling Jamie was why do we when when that moment happened 
I did not stop and be like, oh, well, you know, there's a kid in the street. Hmm, maybe I should just leave him there. Right. Maybe I should just let him get hit by the car. Or do you think that car will actually hit him? Like, am I cont- Am I overthinking what is may happen? Right. No. I knew exactly what was going to happen. As soon as I ran out there, knew what to do. several of my em- other employees came running out behind me because they saw a little boy. And I knew what to do. I knew what to do. And so did everybody else behind me. Right. We knew what to do. And, but yet, when we have a big decision to make, we sit there and we're like, hmm, well, this could happen. This could happen. This could Mm -hmm. happen. But I want to do this. But, you know, we overthink it and we will always, when we overthink something, we will always talk ourselves out of it. Right. Like, oh, well, what if I get hit by a car? Or what if, you know what I mean? Yeah. We would never do that. Trust in yourself to make the right decision. Trust in yourself to know what you know to be true is true. Right. Don't question it. Well, and how it came about is so one of my many meltdowns. Yesenia is like talking me through it. And I'm like, I don't know if I can trust myself to believe this. And she was like, look. If there was a a baby in the street right now, what would you do? And I'm like, I would grab that baby. Mm -hmm. And she's like, what do you believe? And I told her what I believed. And she was like, okay, that's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. And and she was like, well, well, but, but. And I said, no. Any but after what you believe to be true. This is all stuff that I've learned. Yeah. Any but after what you believe to be true is just a but. Right. And, And you don't have control over anything. Other than the one choice that you have to make. And if we want to just be funny for a minute, I already have a big enough butt. I don't need to add an <laughs> extra. <laughs> well, apparently so do I. Because okay. Jamie told me the other day, she's like, did you know that your butt's getting bigger? I'm like, what? Like truly, up until that moment, I didn't realize. <laughs> I don't think I said that. <laughs> I think something to that effect. I'm pretty sure. I'm like, she, I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> I'm just saying she actually really never really had a butt. No, I didn't. No, and she I do. does. It's not a bad butt. Mm-hmm. Jeez, we're off track here. <laughs> but anyways, anyways. Yeah, um, that's so, true. I mean, it is true though. So that did help me. And then I was remembering that analogy like the other day as I walked out of my house because mm-hmm. I was. I was like, well, I don't know if I can trust myself. Like, you know, nobody else trusts that I can make good decisions. And then I literally remembered the story, and I was like, this is what I'm doing. Do it. Yeah. And then if there's any consequences to doing what you know to be true, to be, how do I say this? If there are any consequences with you doing what you know is right to do, Mm -hmm. then those are things that you will deal with at that time. Right. And a lot of the things that we worry about are not in our control. So you, it doesn't do us any good to sit there and dwell on it. Well... What about grace? Hmm. So I looked that up too. Okay, what does it say? The free and unmerited favor of God is actually what grace is. Hmm. Um, Jesus can heal whatever it is you can't talk about, which I thought was awesome. Hmm. Yeah. And we were at that point yeah. multiple times. Yeah. Yes. You want to know what else grace grace. is? This one's hard. Hmm. Having a relationship with someone's heart, not their behaviors. That's a good one. 
I know. That one's rough. Because you got to see past what their behaviors are. Yeah. And to know who they truly are. Yeah, like you have to like know someone's heart. Jamie is a um, a warrior in grace. Mm. Every day, getting stronger. It's a new thing for me. It's a beautiful thing. It actually has been kind of cool, though. I guess that is what's been going on. It is. And every time I'm like, Yesenia, let me tell you like this next scenario to my journey. And I cry every new thing I tell her. I cry, even if it's not a big deal. No, because it is a big it deal. It is. Well, for me, for someone that was never going to get over anything, it is a big deal. Yeah. Um, With grace, you deserve what I say here. You deserve really you deserve grace because you were doing your best at the time Mm -hmm. and that you kept going. I mean, give yourself some grace. Like, yeah. And I think that's where I sometimes fail because Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I could have done better. Mm -hmm. Well, now I could have done better because I know different. Right. But at the time I didn't know. That's why we're doing this. That's why we're doing this because we're going to know different. Right, and, and I hope do better. I hope somebody will. Oh, sorry, she's trying mic. to beat up the I'm like beating up now. Jeez, um, <laughs> I hope that somebody, you know, I don't really care what the situation is, but maybe they're going through something, mm-hmm. and they can be like, "Okay, I am doing the best that I can do right now." That's right. And every day you need to learn more and yeah, and um, do better. Yeah. 2 Corinthians 12, 9, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in your weakness. And I love that because at my weakest moments, he was always there Mm -hmm. showing me grace, Mm -hmm. like getting me back up. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I understand. I mean, I had some moments like there was this one night, this, I took this framed picture and I went to throw it across the room I was home alone (laughs) well it didn't like hit the wall and drop it like stuck (laughs) in the wall like it was a machete (laughs) I was like she was playing frisbee with the dang picture frame really and the picture didn't break only the wall broke yeah and it was just stuck in the wall I remember when you called and told me that yeah so I learned how to patch a wall but mm-hmm. he still gave me grace like the next day like okay we're not gonna throw pictures today like that's not <laughs> that's, i'm not doing that, that is today. not in the book of getting better no. or maybe it is i don't know it's a little therapy maybe yeah. i don't know i don't know i think we need to show ourselves grace we need to show others grace and really we need to know that by having courage that's actually just grace under pressure Oh, that is really good. Yeah, I liked that one. Yeah. So, like, like if you think about it that way, you're like, okay, I got this. Like, yeah. I can do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Should we read our letters? Yeah, we should definitely do that. Um, do you want to go first? I'll let you go first. Of course so she will. Better. Of course she'll let me go first. <laughs> All right. Um, so these are the letters we think that you guys should really write too. I mean, it honestly, it's pretty therapeutic. Like you have to stop and think. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's my letter to myself. Dear me, I wish now I could go back and change a few things for you. 
I want to tell you I'm sorry for not seeing how beautiful and smart you were. I would tell you to not worry about a boy and live your dreams. I would have made college important and marriage wait. I would tell you to be a loyal friend because there would come a day you would need your friends more than anything. I would tell you God is everything and that without him you would never be free. I would let you know you were always enough. It would have been okay to be who you were inside. You were loving and sweet, but often acted like that would make you weak. Then I would tell you, Jamie, you made mistakes and you're forgiven. Forgive yourself. You'll go through hell and you'll survive. You are going to be strong and humbled by what life throws your way. You're going to make it. You are enough. Love me. I love that. That was so beautiful, Thank Jamie. you. You did a really good job. Thank you. So mine was for a person that hates saying I'm sorry. I said mm-hmm. I'm sorry several times in this letter to my own self. So I'm trying to change that about me. Trying to say Give sorry and actually grace. believe it. Yes. Okay. Dear me, you have made, you have had many challenges in life and you have overcome them. You never gave up when things got hard because you know that that is a threshold to new beginnings. When people showed you who they were, you learned to believe them the first time. Continue to focus on your dreams and they will continue to come true. I am sorry I didn't believe you were enough, enough to be on your own and enjoy your own company. Mm-hmm. I never spent the time learning who I was and what I was passionate about. I'm sorry I didn't see the value in spending any time or money on you when you were a young mama and needed it the most. I'm sorry for not realizing that I was showing others how I should be treated by sacrificing myself for their needs. And that I gave all of my time and attention to people that didn't deserve it. I am so very proud of you for all that you have accomplished. I am sorry that I didn't love you in the way that you deserve to be loved. Just know I will never abandon you ever again. Mm ever Jamie and if I do you kick my ass okay her letter made me cry okay (laughs) Okay. that was good that was good that's the end of that but yes um you need to write yourself a letter it's a love letter a letter of telling yourself you know you're sorry right that you're proud of yourself and to kind of forgive yourself show yourself grace yeah yeah I loved it okay Jamie you're the reader okay so we're gonna Sorry, guys. I had to get, like, comfortable over here. We're going to finish off today. Um, It's a really pretty little, I don't know. It's like a cute little, what is this, story? Mm -hmm. Um, It's called Broken. And we're not sure who wrote it. Yeah. We we don't know where it came from, but it's great. Um, I was in Dollar Tree last night, and there was a lady and two kids behind me in the long line. One was a big kid. One was a toddler. The bigger one had a pack of glow sticks and the baby was screaming for them. So the mom opened the pack and gave him one, which stopped his tears. He walked around with it smiling, but then the bigger boy took it and the baby started screaming again. Just as the mom was about to fuss at the older child, he bent the glow sticks and handed it back to the baby. 
As we walked outside at the same time, the baby noticed that the stick was now glowing and his brother said, I had to break it so you could get the full effect from it. I almost ran because I could hear God saying to me, I had to break you to show you why I created you. You had to go through it so you could fulfill your purpose. That little baby was happy just swinging that unbroken glow stick around in the air because he didn't understand what it was created to do, which was glow. There are some people who will be content just being, but some of us have been chosen by God to be broken. We have to get sick. We have to lose a job. We go through divorce. We have to suffer with the disease of addiction. We have to bury our spouse, parents, best friend, or our child. Because in those moments of desperation, God is breaking us. But when the breaking is done, then we will be able to see the reason for which we were created. So when you see us glowing, just know that we have been broken, but healed by his grace. We hope you guys have enjoyed today. See you later. If you know someone that would enjoy our podcast, please send them a link to your favorite episode and invite them into our tribe. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, From the Ashes with Jamie and Yesenia. Thanks for listening.